When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Orale! What's up, homies? In this episode, Chino, Hate Jones, and I talk about ninjas. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Two, one, and action. Motherfucking konnichiwa, bitches. That's right. I just right. had to say that. What's up, homies? What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> we're back. You guys are That's fucked because right. we're back. <laughs> Look, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, listen, I just got done watching uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, la- last Netflix special, The Closer, and mm-hmm. uh, I- I'm ready for us to get canceled. All right, then cancel away, motherfucker. Yeah, it. no, but first, but first, let's start, let's start off with a cancel topic. Uh, All right. Hey Jones and, and 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 the crew here were discussing uh, acquiring a weapon. Yes. Hey Jones. Yes. Yes. So um, now we all know. Now we all know. There's nothing more dangerous than a white man with a gun, except a black man with a gun. So. Stop <laughs> <laughs> <This> motherfucker! <laughs> Stop me when I lie. Well, well, actually, there's nothing more dangerous than a white man with a gun than a black guy you think that has a gun. That's true. That's true. Correct. I stand corrected. Uh, Yeah. So, so what I was saying was like my girl initially was on point with the gun getting, and now that we own a home, she's being a little bit ambivalent. You know, she might have looked at the research as dangerous. Like she prefers like having a blade. Like there's a machete and a hatchet on each side of our bed. She sleeps with a knife under a pillow kind of deal. But I'm like. Stabbing somebody takes some some gusto, right? Right, right. Um, right. Th- you have to train for that more than you have to train to shoot a motherfucker. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Yes. Because you actually have to get close to them. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. once you get close, um, if I'm fast enough to grab your wrist and I can overpower you, which I can with my girl, um, right. your stab wound might might not be a deadly stab wound. You know, like well, you ain't got a seven inch blade. Um well, well, you know. well, well. If 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 she if she is going to insist on blades, um, I might buy her a K bar. You know. No, 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 not a K bar. No, you don't want that. No, that's that's like handing a child an M sixty. No, you don't want that. You know. I mean, I hate. <laughs> I mean, I hate to make that 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 misogynistic joke, but it's true. It's true. You don't want to hand someone who's inexperienced with blades, you know, uh, 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 something like a K bar. No, what you want to get her is, uh, I think so. I may have. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> Let's that motherfucker together. 
Yeah, we'll fix it. We'll slice that mug some motherfucker together. All right, we're back, we're back on. Yeah, yeah so I think the difference is uh, with me, with her, is like, I can, we can buy a gun, we can go to the range, we can train, and yeah. you'll be comfortable, right? And yeah. it's distance. So, like, you see somebody, I'm closest to the bedroom door. So, yeah. if I'm up and she sleeps lighter than me. So, if you hear me going crazy, because I'm going to probably tackle somebody, yeah. then you can grab the pistol and handle shit from afar versus you trying to jump in and stab somebody. You know right. what I'm saying? Now, um, right. now here's what I'm going to tell you. Stabbing people takes gusto, and most people don't have that gusto to run yeah. a knife to somebody. Yeah. It's a bit more personal, yeah. It is. Yeah. No, it definitely and, is. And, and you put yourself in danger because you actually have to come within three feet of the motherfucker to actually do it. Now, a, lot so, closer, <laughs> a lot closer than that. I mean, arm's yeah, distance. I'm saying, even yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah. my arms are, are kind of long, you know. Yeah. I was about, I was about uh, to say, maybe you have a three-foot reach. I'm saying within a three-foot bubble. Right. I mean, Not necessarily three feet away, but, you know, <laughs> if we're in a three-foot diameter circle, that's how close you would need to get to a motherfucker to kind of stab him. Right. And at that like, point... Like I said, they, maybe for you, I mean, you're eight feet tall. No, no, no. No, what I'm saying is we're both in that circle, which is eight, eight three feet wide. Right. So I, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a training recommendation. I've and seen your house. Hold on, hold on. But if I can get close enough to stab you, you're close enough to do something to me. And if you have a gun in your hand, you're gonna blast me to death. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Versus so, if it's a gun, like, I got distance, you got distance, we both got a fair shot at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna again make a training recommendation and that is uh if you're going to take a girl out to shoot and train mm. train her at 10 and 20 feet don't train for farther than that because you got oh, a yeah. small because you got a small ass house yeah right i mean i mean 20 feet's even stretching right yeah. i mean i think you got what like a it's like 25 foot from like the front door to the back door right and then there's a whole lot of obstacles in the way so Bro, training- you just gave everybody the fucking layout of the house. They don't have my address though. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Look, I'm, I, look, I, I, it doesn't matter if I gave them the layout of the house. Now they know. Like, oh man, well shit, we ain't going there. They got guns. <laughs> well, you know what? Look, look, look. What if, what if the, what if the the, the hostile is a fucking ninja? True that. I'm just saying. That's true. That's true. How's that so for we, a segue? Yeah, I know, right? right, <laughs> right? That's hell of a segue. That's hell of a segue. You're welcome. That's right. I do for you. That's I right. do for you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so we'll talk about Dave Chappelle some other time. Uh, we all we all saw the uh, the last no was it the interview with the last ninja, right? Yes. All right. That's why we went konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> Which so, is going to be my new catchphrase, by the way. Speaking right? of self-defense, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? is it real shit or is it funny shit? Well, apparently it's some real shit, right? Like I right. didn't even know I didn't even know there was such a thing as a last ninja. Right, right, exactly. Wait um, till Tom Cruise finds out, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look, I wish Paul Mooney was alive because he would have made some sort of fucking joke about it. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, according the world's going to miss going to miss Paul Mooney, especially yeah, my work. Oh Absolutely. yeah, we already miss Paul Mooney. Yeah. Uh, but according according to the last ninja, uh, Shinobi, which is what ninjas were called in Japan, right. 
means uh, a person who carries on in secrecy, right? right. So technically, Shadow Tom Cruise, it, technically Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible movies is a shinobi. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So Tom, so Tom Cruise is not only the last samurai, but he's also the last ninja. <laughs> <laughs> it's already done. <laughs> Paul Mooney, where are you? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've watched, watched a few ninja, ninja documentaries that kind of dispel the myths of ninjutsu, uh, or not ninjutsu, but uh, ninjas, and kind of like you know they were you know because some people say like there was a a rivalry between ninjas and uh, samurai, but ninjas were just spies, and all the uh-huh. shoguns kind of had. A handful of ninjas or a ninja clan that they would hire out to do their spying shit for them and stuff. Right, like <clears throat> right. So I think the you know the, the the garb and you know the ninjutsu label put on it on on the shadow arts or whatever you want to call it. Right. I, I think, think but, that's, uh, that's yeah, I think it's a bit more romanticized. The Japanese just came up with cool ass shit like they, the they did cool as fuck. And <laughs> um, <laughs> they are though. <laughs> Ninjas <laughs> are cool as fuck. Ninjas, ninjas are cool. Or, like they made two arch rivals whose shit is cool as fuck. For real. And you know what I'm to, look, I'm not sure how. how uh, look, I, I'm, I'll be I'll be the first to admit I'm nerdy as fuck. Now I'm all about like the the new like tech wear that they mm-hmm. they fucking have. Like Jesus Christ, I see that shit. I'm like, where's my pair? You know what I mean? Like yeah. take my money. Right. You know. I feel. I feel. Hey. I feel. She's now cool. speaking. Speaking of ninjas, did anybody watch Ninja Assassin? Uh, yes, yes, I, I did. did. I did. I, I did. thought the movie before I saw it was stupid as fuck because I'm like assassin, assassin. Like uh, what the fuck? Right. Like they right, both mean the right, same thing. Right. Right. But the action in the in that film was fucking awesome. Yes, it I, was. I think I think it was adequate. Uh, I think that by that time, by the time I watched Ninja Assassin. Uh, I was already uh, um, uh, pretentious and sanctimonious, <laughs> and so I was like, I think that happened is, a long time ago." Yeah, like, I, I, like this isn't Shakespeare. This is a contrived storyline. Right. Like, the action's cool, but uh, I'm not. All, I'm not about it. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give this uh, one thumb down. <laughs> you know, but I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it in terms and of people like, call me the, a hater. I know, right? You know, <laughs> take that as a hot take, bitches. So, but uh, as as far as ninja movies go, it it is uh, it is on the list of mo- ninja movies that I would recommend because it is uh, one of the few ninja movies that came to America that had an actual Japanese dude as a ninja rather than mm-hmm. some white dude who practiced who who was Rain trained as Japanese. Ninja. Yeah, yeah, you know. Exactly. Oh, I thought you. I thought he was Korean or something like that, and was just playing the part. Was he? You know, I thought I, I thought he looked Korean. Yeah, I think. Hey, what, now hold on. So, okay, Jamie? why is it? <laughs> why is it? Right, that you know the 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 more prominent ninja characters that we've that we've seen in this lifetime, and well, at least in this, you know, like uh, from the, uh, the 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 aughts to now, uh, why are they Korean? Like the dude who played uh, oh, Storm Shadow. My bad. Yeah, yeah the, the dude who plays Storm Shadow, uh, Lee, Lee Byun Hung or whatever his name is, is also Korean. Who's also playing Chinese in um, Warrior. 
I still got to watch that show. Yeah, I could answer that question for you. You want the answer? Or you're not going to like it. Go ahead. Hit me with it. All right. The answer as to why a lot of Korean and Chinese actors play Japanese characters, Pearl Harbor. Uh, I don't follow. I mean, the actual event Pearl Harbor or? Yes, the actual okay. event Pearl Harbor. Okay, continue. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the movie. No, not the movie. <laughs> Because, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about movies, bro. You no, know, they got real Japanese people to play the evil dudes in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. You know, um, authenticity. <laughs> right. So, okay. Wasn't Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa in Pearl Harbor? Didn't he play uh, some sort of a Japanese uh, imperial uh, admiral or whatever? Well, yeah, but we can't look at Japanese people as heroes. They bombed Pearl Harbor. No, that's what I'm, no, 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 I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, because uh, we don't want uh, we don't want um, to mis to misrepresent or not misrepresent, but you know, the, the Japanese were the ones who did this, and we don't want Japanese person to play one of the bad guys. But if that's the case, then why was you know uh, Mr. Tagawa and that one other dude, the older guy? No, uh, no. What I'm saying is, we don't want uh, Japanese people to play heroes. Not, we, I mean, we're more than oh, happy gotcha, to play bad guys. gotcha. Okay, we I follow. Heroes, because we still have, you know, just in case shit. <laughs> right. I hear you. I hear you. I'm a Republican. I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was lost there for a second, but uh, I'm caught up now. That's right. Homeboy gave me the map. That's right. No, uh, but seriously. Uh, well, I, th I think it's because of the uh, Chinese already have a um, movie factory, so they trained a lot more stars over there to to actually just transition easily. Same um, with the Koreans. The Koreans have same, same with the Koreans. Like the I Koreans think this guy act, was like a okay. this this Rain guy. I think he was a, a pop star in some capacity or something. So he already had like. A following and already knew how to do like action shit, you know. So um, I watched. A... Like the only, pardon me. So like the I... only guy I know who's Japanese who's doing action shit, and I don't even know his fucking name, but it's the brother from uh, who was the number two guy uh, to the to the uh, samurai warrior in the last samurai. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's the who was killed yeah. by um by fucking Hawkeye in yeah. uh, in Endgame. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, yeah. and like, like I've watched a lot of his movies, and if you're into that guy, um, pull up uh, Twilight Samurai. It's a slow but awesome fucking film. Um, about a nigga you don't want to fuck with. <laughs> well, the other thing right. is that, you know, uh, who was it that played The Last Samurai in The Last Samurai? It wasn't Tom uh, Cruise. Ken, Ken Watanabe. Yeah, Ken He's Watanabe. The that, uh, yeah. Ah, him too. Yeah, Ken Watanabe was the one who played Katsumoto. Yeah, he got he got diagnosed with a type of cancer. Oh, shit. And and so he he doesn't really do movies nearly as much as he used to, which is why the second guy, you know, the second banana is the one who's starting to get a lot of the Japanese roles. And honestly, I got to tell you, oh, um, Sanada, uh, that's his name, Hiroyuki yeah, Sanada. Sanada. Yeah, he he's and a much more. I feel like he's a much more severe uh, actor. Uh, he reminds me of a Japanese um, 
Robert De Niro. And, yeah, right. yeah. So, and I, and I like actually that. trained in Japanese martial arts as well. Yeah, all 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 the so, all the movies I've seen this guy in, he's like hardcore serious. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, yeah. He's, oh shit! He was also fucking Scorpion in the fucking Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, that's oh, right. I he was. The fucker off, man. No, yeah, I, I couldn't was. watch. I turned that motherfucker off. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It's actually pretty good. Like which, you, which also has ninjas, by the way. Yeah. Once you get it moving, it's not that bad. I, I, I believe the premise that they came up with was kind of good. The execution was a little iffy, but they had some great moments in that movie to where, like, if you if they made a part two, I wouldn't hate them. Yeah, that's true. I agree. It, it, it's still not as good as the first one, except for the effects are better. Like the first one was just solid. The only thing I hated about the first one was like the Goro um, animation wasn't as great, and they had fucking a white guy playing Ronin. Like that was that was it. After that, everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, was his name Christopher Lambert? Yeah. And I, and oh, I yeah. Like a Frenchman. In general, but just in that role, I was like, "Come on, this this is this is idiocy at its highest level." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Christopher Lambert as the as the Highlander, but uh, come on now, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't play. I don't know, yeah, man. Duncan McLeod was my Highlander. Uh, Alexander, yeah, you, Alex, Alexander. Oh, you're, Paul. you're a Duncan McLeod guy. Yeah, I'm a Duncan McLeod guy. Uh, I mean, only because I like, I like him. I felt that he was a better actor personally. Right, up right. Until, up until up until the last last like couple seasons of of the Highlander TV series, then he just went fucking nuts. Yeah, maybe right. he probably got tired of that shit. No, maybe. no, like he started getting more more uh, more more financial power, like uh, Dean Kane in. Um, oh, he went cuckoo. Like, yeah, like Dean Kane in uh, Superman and Lois, or or Lois and Clark. <laughs> yeah, once Dean Kane started getting more. Uh, more uh, producer and executive producer credits, he started having more power over the storylines and the direction of the character. And that's when, you know, yeah, that's when the fucking storylines took take a take a right turn. Isn't mm. uh, Dean Kane half Japanese or some shit? I don't give a shit. He's a fucking crazy Trump supporter, so he can go suck a dick. <laughs> well, in that case, you heard Dean Kane. Dean Kane, go suck a dick. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you, and um, Kevin Serbo, you and Kevin Serbo can do a sacrilegious yep. fucking 69 and I wouldn't give a flying fuck fuck you Hercules that's right <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it pisses me off that a lot of my old action movie action TV heroes are bitch ass motherfuckers well you either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain bruh look yeah. at Chuck Norris good job Nolan Luckily, luckily, uh, Xena, and, and primarily these are, are my white action heroes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I, I used to have a great respect for Scott Bayo, you know, Charles in charge and shit. And then he went all, you know, I uh, found out he was a uh, 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 fucking, uh, what is it, uh, possible cl- closet, closet R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, and a Trump supporter. So fuck that dude. Yeah, man, look, look, <clears throat> I grew up watching, Char- uh, uh, Joni loves Chachi and Happy Days. Like that's where my Scott Bayo connection started. You know, right. I used to want my sleeves cut off my T-shirts 
as a kid to be Chachi because he was the youngest character in that show to me, right? He like right. he was the next age up. So I'm like, this is the the character that I can emulate in some capacity. And, you know, follow him all the way to Charles in Charge, only to find out that this nigga's a, you know, a problem. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can say it. You know, Closet R. Kelly. Well, I, I mean, you know, right I don't, don't want I don't want uh, Chino and Homeboy Incorporated to get sued for something that I say. No, that's so, all right. That's all right. Look, <laughs> you know, listen, audience. Right. I, I'll say that we all three might be um, incongruence on we believe uh, Miss Eckhart and her story. Right. That's right. And, so, look, right. look I, I got you. Look, I got you. Look, I, I got you. Look, uh, the opinions expressed on the Chino and Homeboy podcast are exclusively those of uh, Chino, Homeboy, and Hate Jones. Uh, in no way, shape, or form are we trying to misconstrue the uh, actual events of Scott Bayo and Miss Eckhart because we were not witnesses in any way, shape, or form to the events that transpired. So we are merely speculating as to what it is that happened. And what we're saying is that Scott Bayo is a fucking goddamn misogynistic rapist dirtbag. <laughs> no, hold on. If you, if, you enter, if, you, if you insert the word probably in there, would it work? Like... He probably yeah. did that shit. Yeah, probably. It's speculating. It's all Let's speculation. Start, yeah. yeah, we're just guesstimating. Right. We're you know, operating we're on assumptions. Yeah, we're operating on assumptions. You know, it's I'm, all I'm, anecdotal. I'm just hoping that the Karate Kid and Johnny don't follow the same suit. Because I you really know, love it. shit that's going on. <laughs> right. I hope they don't ruin it with being assholes at some point. Because they, they're the last ones left. They, they're the last ones on my list. Chuck Norris right. is fucked off. Dirty Harris is fucked off. You know what I'm saying? I'm, hold up. Hold up. I'm still on Arnold's side, bruh. I'm still on Arnold's side, okay? I'm still with Arnie. I'm still with Arnie. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he, he, he's on the fucking line, though. He's on the fucking line. How? How is he on the line? Yeah, I'd like to know how, too, because I don't know what the fuck you guys are one, he was a Republican. That's okay. I'm Republican too. <laughs> two, two, they they fucking Shanghai um, Gray Davis on, on nothing to to even get that motherfucker in office, just like they just tried to do now and put a fucking uh, Uncle Ruckus in office in California. Luckily, <laughs> they- <laughs> are you talking about this, this recent election? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that Boondocks reference. I like that Boondocks reference. <laughs> Hey, listen, Dorothy Brown Eyes. I hope you understand. My boy, my boy Hey Jones just made a fucking uh, Uncle Ruckus Boondocks reference. <laughs> um, That's awesome. I mean, I, I would hate. I, I hate to use. Uh, <clears throat> like the term Uncle Tom because that's it's a misconstrued term because uh, Uncle Tom was the hero of that story. Oh no, I got a better word for you. He wasn't Token. he wasn't a sellout. Token. No. Token. Token just means you're you're there. It doesn't necessarily uh um coincide with an agenda. What about what about hold on what about hold on? What about uh, Sam Jackson's character in uh, Django Unchained? I don't even remember that because I have whole problems with that whole movie. So <laughs> <laughs> I've only watched it once just to say that I've seen it. <laughs> and I did it on bootleg, so no money was gained from my me watching it. Hey man, that's what gets us canceled right there. Black Twitter is just gonna be like, man, fuck Chino and Homeboy. Hey Jones is a token. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, no, I would only be a token if if I if 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 there was two Latinos and I was a resident black dude. No, that's true. That's true. No, yeah. right now we're the pie is split evenly three ways. That's right. true. I mean, yeah. technically, I count as the only white person in this group at this point. <laughs> and that's only because yeah. you speak in English. So. And I'm Republican. And I'm Republican. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me interject about uh, Django Unchained. Um, I re- I heard a podcast recently, uh, All the Smoke, uh, with the two former NBA players, uh, Stephen Jackson and oh, oh, Matt Burns. Dude, dude, one of my minions uh, mm-hmm. that works with me actually used to work on that podcast. Right on. Yeah, right on. yeah love um, this guy. Love actually, guy. yeah, they, they do a good job. And uh, in any case, um, I recently listened to... Uh, the episode where they had Jamie Foxx on. Yeah. And um, there was a segment where he was talking about Django and Chained and how, you know, like Leo's his dude, right? They're, they're close. They have a good friendship, you know, and it, he uh, he told Stephen Jackson and uh, and Matt Barnes, like, like he, he's he's the dude, you know, like he, he's got he's got black in them kind of thing. Like because like him popping and locking in a Wolf of Wall Street, that's really him. You know, like he would wait with everybody else uh, for the, you know, the latest Biggie uh, record. You know what I mean? And yeah. he, he just, you know, he, he's uh, supportive of the community and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And so when they were doing the table reading, um, Leo said, you know, because he had to say the N-word. Yeah. Uh, Leo said, I, I can't say this. I can't. I, I don't think I can. Yeah. You know, um, and... Al Pacino, no, not Al Pacino. I'm thinking about a different movie. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Sam, um, Jackson. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson said, like, no, just just say it, motherfucker, and that kind of thing. You know, like, do, saying it in his Sam Jackson way. And I guess after the table read, Jamie went to Leo and said, look, this is what, you know, this is what I want you to do, kind of thing. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not your friend right now, you know. Um, and you got to put yourself in a position of, you know, the uh, the person who's who's uh, the basis for your character the slave owners and all that shit yeah you know like we're not we're not friends you know so it's fine you know and and he said after that like leo locked in like the next morning he was like what's up leo and he didn't say a goddamn word to him didn't even look at him and then when they did the table read that's when leo said it you know and they were able to make the movie so anyway, it's just no, a I mean, cool. But Leo, Leo is 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 a is a New York kid of my age, right. you know, you know, kind of a New York street kiddish. Kind he's of not dudes. from New York. He's not from New York. No, he's from New York. Where is he no, from? He's from he's from East Los Angeles, bro. Really? Oh shit, yeah. Leo. Yeah. I'm. I was today. I am today years old. Yeah. yeah. How, how long? How long? Did, how many years? And at what time of his life did he live in East LA? Uh, Jamie, Jamie, uh, can you look that up? <laughs> you, you guys, go ahead, go ahead and commiserate while Jamie uh, does yeah. his research. So, like, my my problems with the movie is about the person who wrote and directed it, for the most part. I, no, I got you. I figured. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Uh, and some of the things that happen. So, there's a a bunch of people who like it because you know the black guy wins. But if you look deeply mm-hmm. into it, the hero of the movie is Christoph Waltz. Like. He's right. the one who freed the slave. He's the one who saved the girl at the end. Um, without him, nothing succeeds. So he's like Batman, and Jamie Foxx is his Robin. 
He's gotcha. the he's the white knight. Yeah. So like it still plays into to those tropes where the movie that I wanted to see. So so I would put it this way. He made Django Unchained was made for the general audience, right? Gotcha. To appease them and make them feel good about that. Where um but Nate Parker's um we call it Birth of a Nation is my mm. You know what I'm saying? Where gotcha. you actually see black people free themselves, uh, save their women, and take retribution on their evildoers. Gotcha. Now here's a question. Has there ever been a movie that had a black ninja? No. No? Not that I'm aware of. There might yes. have been yes. there might have been some seventies uh black exploitation. Uh-huh. Yes, there is there is a movie out there that has a black ninja. Name and it's not and it's, and it's and it's and, and, and it's called uh black The ninja. Last The Last Dragon. He was a ninja. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Kung Fu art. No, no, that's 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 a ninja, bro. I think you can well, who's the baddest mofo? Show enough. I think ninjas don't do Kung Fu. How do you know? How do you know? How do you, how do you know well, they don't Well, to be fair, to be fair, uh, <laughs> a lot of the martial arts, you know, in in Asia, um, more specifically, um, Taekwondo and Karate, I believe, uh, are, they had their, um, their beginnings in Chinese Kung Fu. Yeah, I, I, so, I know. I know Kung Fu is the birth, um, the birth fighting style for the East, um, and right. I think they track back to um, some Indian folks. <laughs> uh, so, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I've tracked all the little lineages or whatever, and I know like Kung Fu is a diverse style. Like, they even have mix, right. had mix martial arts stuff. In it, except they don't. Uh, I think the like the Chinese cops practice a form of it, which basically includes mm-hmm. like jitsu kind of shit and the striking part. But they don't go down. They only go down to a knee. They don't do <clears throat> on the ground. I mean, Sub Zero was a, a Chinese national. All right, he became so, a ninja. All right, so here we go. Jamie came back with an answer. <laughs> Uh, Leo was born on the 11th of November in 1974 and grew up in East Los Angeles, California, in a poor area close to Hollywood Boulevard and Western Avenue. Oh, shit. That's right. No, it, so, so that's not so East LA, though, been, right? Huh? Not East LA, though, right? That is the, East LA. They have East LA. East LA goes all, I mean, Hollywood Boulevard goes all the way into East LA. Okay, I was unaware of that. All right, hold up, Jamie. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the the beauty of technology. I know, right? Let's see. Like where is, where's where's Because they, they talk about East 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 Los proper or East Los adjacent. Right? Yeah, I know, right? Like East Los proper. Where is Hollywood Boulevard? Hold up, I'll look at Jamie. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking um, amongst <laughs> yourselves while I look for this shit. I mean, uh, while Jamie looks. Yeah, no, no, but, but Leo, Leo seems like a cool dude in general. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, I didn't like him as a kid. You know, like I couldn't get get into Basketball Diaries, 
I had the same problem with him as I had with um, fucking Brad Pitt. They were just two pretty motherfuckers getting all the work at a certain point. Right. Um, right. With Leo, it wasn't until I watched um, fucking Inception. No, no. The Departed. Right. When I watched him in The Departed, I was like, okay, my door is now open to watching this guy's movies. And then once I've seen um, Inception, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm cool with this dude at this point. So if he comes out with something, I'm more le- more likely to give it a chance than I was before. Yeah, no, Lee is a great actor. Um, with Brad Pitt, it was it he really was has a, that talent. Fight Club and um, Meet Joe Black. And Meet Joe Black, yeah. Yeah, I remember. <clears throat> I remember. Um, I think the first Brad Pitt movie that I enjoyed was uh, I didn't I didn't really like him in Interview with a Vampire, you know. So I, even though it's one of my favorite movies, I can't you know I can't say that his performance in that movie was great. Um, but I mean, it might have been because of the character. Uh, he really wasn't into the character, uh, but you know, he's he, he's a he's a pretty man, you know. So they have to cast someone that people want to see. You know what I mean? So, um, but I think, yeah, I think uh, I'm in agreement. The first uh, uh, film that I liked him in was uh, Fight Club. You know, Um, I didn't really, I didn't watch Meet Joe Black until after, just like you, until after I saw that film. You know, so, but um, he was pretty decent at a Burn After Reading. Um, he played a. He, he oh played boy, a very, you're the only other person good. I know that watched that movie. He's like, yeah. what I like about Burn After Reading was it? No, was it? Was, was it, it what? Burn After Reading where he got shot in the face? The burn uh, after reading, actually, I don't remember if he got shot in the face, but he dies. The little spy movie. Yeah, yeah, burn after reading. Yeah, that's the one where he gets shot in the face. That's what I love. He, I think he, so, yeah. he, he put on this big-ass, goofy smile coming out of the closet, and then George Clooney shot him in the face. No, actually, you know what? Here, I take that back. It was, it's not Fight Club that I saw him in, that I, I, and I thought, like, this guy's actually pretty good uh, at acting. Um, yeah, no, for me, for me, it was definitely Fight Club. 12 Monkeys. No, 12 Monkeys oh. was good, yeah. Oh, I yeah. meant to say, we have to throw that on the time travel movie list. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So apparently, uh, Leo, if we take the corner of Western Avenue and Hollywood Boulevard, if you're, you're if we're going to go with, you know, East Los Angeles, he was born in East Hollywood or he was raised in East Hollywood and Los Feliz. So he was East that's, LA that's adjacent. That's yeah, that's, yeah, that's adjacent because Elysian Park or Elysian Valley and the Elysian Heights, which is, you know, the infamous gang territory, right? Silver Lake area, because, you know, all of that now has been gentrified. But a lot of that, the Elysian Heights, Silver Lake, uh, East Hollywood, Franklin Hills, uh, Los Los Feliz, Little Armenia, all of that used to actually be like, you know, a strong Latino held uh, or Hispanic held or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves nowadays, Mm. uh, held territory. Barnsdall Park. Used to be uh, a good, uh, a, a great uh, shootout place. Barnstall Park used to be in the news in L.A. where there were shootings like every week. So, every weekend there was going to be a shooting in Barnstall Park. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought you meant like, oh, this is, this is a great place to have a shootout. It's me here. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's essentially what it means. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you meant 
you know, so, uh, well, shit. Uh, I thought the other meaning that you were trying to imply uh, was this is, you know, a uh, a place where a, a great number of shootouts have happened. It is a place not, where not great necessarily, of not necessarily happened. like, hey, I'll meet y'all motherfuckers over here. Bring your gats. No, it, that's it, also that. Like they're planning it's both. Yeah. shit. No, it's, it's both. It's it was both. both. Yeah. Huh. Well. Yeah. Okay. It was both. Yeah. No, it was. It was not only a place where it was a great place to have a shootout at, but also where like, hey, let's go meet at Barzal Park and have a shootout. Yeah. No, it's both. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> why? Why am I thinking about the the fucking Michael Jackson beat it video? Yeah, All that's stuff. that. That you too. I mean? that, no, that happened. Yeah, no, that was that was that was the era. That was the era in which uh, Leo grew up in, not the gentrified uh, area that uh, we all now know and hate. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know much about uh, L.A. Uh, I mean, I just I, I know I like it. <laughs> you know, been there, been there a few times. Uh, actually, uh, L.A. and uh, Anaheim by extension, um, or is it Anaheim, L.A. by extension? Uh, uh, Anaheim is, is in Orange County. Okay, mm-hmm. well, where I know that Disneyland is in Anaheim, but the reason why L.A. is very prominent in my mind is because we were staying in in uh, Los Angeles at the time. Uh, but anyway, Disneyland, Anaheim, and Los Angeles are the primary reason. I ended up staying in the U.S. because I was about to go back. So, um, yeah, I, I thought Disneyland's pretty cool. We went to it. I want to go back to it. And uh, if I go to the Philippines, if I go back, yeah, I'm not, it's going to be that much harder. So, yeah, I'm staying my ass here. All right. And, so, uh, the reason that I had it. anyway, continue. So, to answer a previous question. Mm-hmm. There was indeed a movie with an uh, African-American gentleman as the ninja character, and it's called it's The Black Ninja. <laughs> oh, well. It's a very apt uh, title there. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, they're correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Black Ninja. So that's the that's the movie. Now, now I want to know, right? Now, we all have our favorite favorite ninja movies right like because clearly i mean after watching the last the the interview with the last ninja uh he's going to dedicate the rest of his life to uh fighting the misinformation about ninjas and you know all of the stuff that hollywood and other other countries uh have have done to uh mystify the ninja as this you know uh uh mythical character right Mm -hmm. uh You know, but, you know, we, we we still have, like, our favorite ninja movies, right? Like, I know we all played Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden. Uh, yep, I did. No, nah, because I was on Sega, so I had it. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame, shame. shame. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, I think I played it once because I visited somebody that had the fucking game, and I played it for a little bit. I think the only one I really played was Shinobi. Yeah, no, that's all right. I was going to tell you exactly that. Like, you know what? We may have had Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden, but uh, we were jealous that you guys had Shinobi. <laughs> no, bro, look. Yeah. I played Shinobi, and I think, was Ninja Gaiden actually a, 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 what do you call it, an arcade game, too? Yeah, it was an arcade okay. game. Okay, I did play it at the arcade. No, but not, okay. But not Since on the home subject. System. 
since the question was, you know, I think what's our what are, what are what are our favorite uh, ninja movies? But since we're talking about video games right now, yep. um, the best ninja video game I have played is Tenchu Stealth Assassins mm. because. You know, you have Shinobi, you have Ninja Gaiden, and you're out in the open, you know, like, killing motherfuckers, right? Yeah. Um, that's not very ninja-like, you know? So when, you know, they're, 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 they're masters of the shadow arts, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're assassins, they're spies. Um, and so the only game in recent memory that I can think of that actually adheres to uh, that um, spy secret shadowy shit is Tenchu. And, so it's like um, the Metal Gear Solid of Ninja video games. Pretty much, pretty much. Nice. Like you know, it's it's you know uh, essentially espionage action. You yeah. Because you get a higher score if you're stealthy. If you're right. ne- you're not detected. You if you've never been see- if you never got seen during a mission. You know if you you right. stealth. What, what game is this again? Tenchu Stealth Assassins. On, oh yeah, uh, the place. I, I had that. I had that. Yeah. Now. And it, it had a potential now, now, too. Now, in, now, uh, now, just, now, now, just for the sake of the audience, is there an emulator for that? Yes, I'll talk to you offline about that because I don't want uh, anybody to say that they're <laughs> proliferating illegal uh, shit and piracy. So, yeah, uh, we are going to talk about this offline. Right, Roger that. Roger <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, I just that... wanted to, I just wanted to point out to the audience that there that that there might be an emulator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, there might be an emulator that you can uh, use uh, on your uh, desktop device. Uh, they have Mac uh, emulators, Mac-compatible emulators, and, you know, of course, Windows uh, right. emulators. Go out there, do your Googles. Yeah. Um, also, there was another another fighting game. It was a um, full combat sword fighting game. I forget the name of it, but it came oh, out of Bushido oh. Blade. Yeah, Bushido Blade. Yes, Bushido Blade. that was my shit. Oh. Like, the fact that you slice a motherfucker's arm and their arm stopped working was a mm-hmm. beautiful fucking thing. Yep. And then I remember, that I, uh, like, they even had, like, the the weight of the weapons compared mm-hmm. to the strength of your character. So if you picked a, uh, a weak character and gave them, like, the heaviest weapon, which was a fucking hammer, I think, they couldn't wield it as fast or efficient, which would give you, like, a... a a decrease in your action was awesome. And I found a key. I picked this uh, one character to use the hammer, and he had a fucking combo. And basically, mm-hmm. it was like using Eddie and Tekken. Like, once I got the first hit off, it was over. And it was like a couple of spin moves, hitting you with the hammer, and then whacking you over the head three times, and you're dead. You know, the thing with Eddie Gordo for Tekken, and you know, here we go with another tangent, um, for a lot of people, uh, at least when I first started playing uh, Eddie uh, in Second Three, um, he was a very popular uh, character to use in my community because uh, people were getting into breakdancing. You know, so and Capoeira looked a lot like you know you're fighting with breakdancing. Mm. And uh, the other thing about Eddie at that time um, is you could essentially, you know, just use your kick buttons and mash it. You know, I mean, you can mash the fuck out of your 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 kick buttons there, there and you pull off combos because like oh you don't you don't even know what you're doing and I'm like I was one of the people who learned the actual moves I did I so did. I knew um 
I knew what I was get. I, I knew what I was doing when I did it, and I was always yeah. going for a string combo, and I just need to right. get to it. Um, yeah. But a, a lot of people hated on the character because you could just hit any button and do a cool move for the most part. Yeah, exactly. But like, no, if I, I mean, keep, let, if let. I keep you in the air the whole fight, that's skill. Yeah, I didn't do that from button match. Right. Like exactly, exactly, exactly. No, I I learned um I learned how to play with Eddie, you know, because I just you know. I'm I'm one of those people who like liked the way he moved, you know, and it was it was such a different martial art from like, you know, the traditional Mishima style karate or whatever, right? Uh, but um, Tekken Seven, uh, I I haven't used Eddie as much because um, there's just, there's just, seven, they, just they way tight with his sister, um, Christy Christy Monchero. Yeah. Um, I, well, or did they bring him back in Seven? Yeah, they brought him back. I think. Oh, yeah, he is there. It, it's her her moves are slightly different. Um, yeah, but mostly the same. Yeah, and the reason why I haven't really played with Eddie's because I've been trying to learn how to get better with uh, Kazuya. So, um, but they have this other DLC character that you know when I saw him, I'm like I don't give a fuck. I'm buying this character. Uh, mm. His name is Fakum Ram. He has this giant fucking seven, almost seven foot tall. Uh, Muay Thai fighter, and he's just fucking beast. He's, I, I, I think he's absolutely broken as a character, but he's got, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm watching him move, and I see his moves, and I'm like, <laughs> I actually miss doing this kind of shit in the gym, but, uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's go. <laughs> that's that's my rant about video games today. Now, question. Um, back on the Ninja Tip. What other? Um, because you you've seen it the freshest, you, uh, uh, homeboy. What other um, key points were there in that documentary? Uh, a lot of it had to do with, like, discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things that he did say that stood out the most to me was that there are a lot of things in the ninja training regimen that he experienced that he didn't think was appropriate for uh, modern Japanese or just modern people because it's different times nowadays mm-hmm. versus, you know... So there was, so there was butt sex involved in training? I mean, I don't know if you know, there was... I don't know if there was Spartan, you know, Spartan Greek sex, I'm not, you know, the... I'm not sure that's uh, part of, the, you know, what he wants to talk about anyway. Yeah, you know, what, what, what is it What is it that the, the white people like to say? Molo, molo labe? Right? Is that what it is? That Molon uh, Labe shit? That whole, you know, Molon, yeah, Molon Labe, you know, come and take them. That shit, you know, the, the, I, I don't think any of these motherfuckers that say Molon Labe know that the Spartans, uh, uh, took comfort, comfort children with them to have mm-hmm. sex with them, you know, and no, they, they left that out of 300. Yeah, they, they left did, yeah. the comfort children, you know, out of 300. You know, like, now, when you say children, do you mean male children or any child of liking? Oh no, male children. Now no. it's funny you say that because in in the in the movie, uh, Leonidas calls um, someone else, like another group of Greek people from a different city state. Um, Probably Athens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it was Athens when he says, you know, like uh, Athens, those those boy lovers. Yeah. Yeah, kind no. Of ironic. Yeah, well, it is ironic. We all boy lovers. Yes. Yeah. No, like the Spartans. Pussy. The Spartans were all about 
uh, fucking young, young, uh, young impressionable men in the ass and having them suck their dicks. That's right. All so, about the bussy. Hey, you know what though? Uh, on your shielder with your shielder on it, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite, but, uh, favorite ninja but again, movies. you know, much like much like a lot of those Spartan practices, right? Like you know, throwing children that we feel are inadequate off of a fucking cliff and left to die in nature, right? We don't do that anymore because we have evolved as as a society. It's, yeah, it's society has we, evolved. We're past right? that. Even, even though human beings haven't evolved past that, society has evolved past that. Right. So you know, it's just like Bruce Lee said. We take what works and discard the rest, right? And so that's exactly now, what this guy was doing. Here's another uh, – you ready for another irony? The sure. Chinese never fucking throw anything away. <laughs> as far as like, – No, that's a lie. That's a lie. They as far as their ideas. ideas. They throw they away children. female children. Yeah, they do. They do. No, they with do. What, what, I, what, I mean, what I mean by that Shelly is – Shelly fantasy you know, side is a huge thing in China. Right. <laughs> well, I stand corrected. Right. But yeah. no, what, what I mean by that is um, a lot of as far as ideas and ideologies, you know, they don't throw shit away. Uh, I mean, there, there, there are practices, you know, from uh, China 6,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago. They're still being used now, like even 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 medicine, you know, um, you are considered a doctor. Uh, if you know uh, traditional Chinese medicine, which includes like hand, you know, hand yeah. techniques and all that shit. Yeah, yeah like yeah. acupressure, like toina, like that kind of shit. That's yeah. considered medical massage, you know. Yeah. Um, so like, but it, you know, there's still people who um, prefer to use that, even though there's no scientific basis for it, uh, as opposed to modern Western medicine. Yeah. So I had now, a, uh, an instructor. Anyway, yeah, I don't want to go into now, a different tangent. Yeah, no, I got what, what I what I do ha- I, I do want to say, like you know, the Chinese have is is the longest is the longest existing nation in the entire world, right? Like yeah. there isn't there isn't a nation that's lasted as long as the Chinese country has, right? Like China yes. has gone through so many dynasties and so many uh, mm-hmm. political and and governmental changes, right? Upheavals. But, yeah. And the only one that's lasted nearly as long as that one, I think, is the Japanese one. And then any of the any of the hunter gatherer traditions that still exist in South America and Africa. Right. But that mm-hmm. still did not answer the question. What is your favorite ninja movie? <laughs> yes. Let's go to favorite ninja movies. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, me? I mean, I'm going to go with the Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to go with, is it called Death of a Ninja? It is, actually. I think it is called Death with, of a Ninja. Uh, or Death with, of the Ninja. Yeah, where it did, it did have, a, have a white woman playing the ninja character who was possessed. Um, and she had to be killed off by the OG uh, ninja. It is called Death of a Ninja. It is a 1982 film. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. 
that, and that, it, that and was, it is on Amazon Prime Video. Nigga, I'm watching that. Oh shit! shit. <laughs> a warrior fights nine, to protect nine, his girlfriend. Nine, nine deaths of the ninja. Is that? It's a nine deaths of the ninja, a 1985 film. Yeah, they two, both starred the same person though. <laughs> two, two anti-terrorist agents are assigned to free a busload of American schoolchildren in the Philippines who are taken hostage by terrorists. Hmm. Right on. That should be that should be up your alley, Chino. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, got, I'm gonna. It's got, I'm gonna it's, got, it's got terrorists, you know, a veteran of the war on terrorism in Philippines. That's right. And ninjas. I will check it out. <laughs> I, I will check it out. Like you're saying, um, all the right things to me right now. Right. This, you know, this movie starred um, what's his face, another Japanese guy who who uh, who wasn't Sonny Chiba. Uh, show uh, Show Kus- uh, Show Kosugi uh, as Spike Shinobi. Yes. And then, of course, you know, your standard white people. <laughs> yeah, right. Give us some bona fides. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, so what was it? Uh, death, death of a Ninja? Death and of a Ninja. Nine deaths. And nine deaths. Uh, yeah. Nine deaths of the Ninja. I will check that. I will check those out. So now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Homeboy, right? Yes. Let's okay. see. And Nine Deaths of the Ninja is also on Amazon. Okay. Although you might have right to rent on. you might have to actually rent that. Wait a minute, hold on. I mean is there I think it, is it Revenge of the Ninja? That there is there is a Revenge of the Ninja. Okay. Actually. That's <laughs> the one I was talking about. Revenge of okay. the Ninja. That that's the one where it should star the same guy, yes. And then a white yes. chick. Yes. There is the Revenge the of the White Chick from Breaking. A, yeah, it, the Re- Revenge of the Ninja is a nineteen eighty three ninja movie. Uh, also starring Sho Kosugi uh, as Cho Osaki, right? And it is a Japanese gallery owner denies his violent ninja heritage until American drug traffickers kidnap his young son. Yes. And he has to save his kid by killing a lot of motherfuckers. That's right. Revenge of the Ninja. I think I've actually seen that movie. It was, it was taken before Taken. Yes, ah, it was taken before okay. taken. That is yeah. correct. Kazuki <laughs> had had like three three movies that I that I watched and loved. It was Revenge of the Ninja. Um the other one that we just saw uh, uh talked about and then there's another one where a white woman gets possessed by the spirit of a ninja. And then who was she had Psylocke? <laughs> 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 and so like she would get possessed turn into a ninja go out and finish the ninja who died so basically like a ninja was on a mission he failed his mission and got killed and did some ninja magic and ended up in her and she was going out and completing the mission and then uh, Kaz- uh kasugi basically somebody hit him up about the information and then he basically went out to hunt her and basically do an exorcism. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, honestly, I think I think ninja movies were way ahead of their time. And I think that it, they're, they're not exactly like, you know, prime for a comeback. 
but uh, that mm-hmm. uh, they should be brought back to the fore because, you know, not I'm 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 not you know I, I think they're fucking cool as shit, you know, like who doesn't want right. to be a fucking ninja, right? Like I wanted I was a ninja for Halloween one time. Right. Yeah. I just yeah. used to walk around with ninja outfits on sometimes. <laughs> See. Yep. Exactly. You look like a ninja no. right now Which... with the sunglasses. <laughs> 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 you know what? I, I need I need to codify my answer or or, or, or change it. Um, if we're including animation, my favorite ninja movie is Ninja Scrolls. Oh, ninja, ninja Scroll, Scroll. yeah, yeah. That, that is my question. No. Ever. That is a good one. I gotta admit, uh, I I do like Lone Wolf and Cub as a comic book, even though it's not oh, about ninjas. Love that one. Uh, oh shit, Lone Wolf and Cub, the original series. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then I did buy the Long Wolf and Cub comic book, but the but the modern version. Yeah, with the text in it. Yeah, and and, now, and, and, for the, guys... and for the audience, and for the audience, listen. Uh, I know I said Ninja Turtles, and you thought it was funny, but honestly, Usagi Yojimbo as a comic book, right? You you got to read it. It yeah, is. That's, that's no joke. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Usagi Yojimbo. I mean, he's a rabbit, but come on, like he's a badass motherfucker. When we when we get get through with this time travel shit, we're gonna have to do a ninja movie retrospective. Yes, we should. Oh, we are. Yes, absolutely. We are. Oh yeah, we we now, will. Would you guys like to know what my favorite ninja movie is? Go for it. Yes. <laughs> you probably never heard it. It's really obscure, and it's one of those. It's it's a comedy, but the movie's name is Ninja Academy. It's actually available on uh, Prime Video. It's free. Oh, Ninja now, Academy. Okay. Now it's it's stylized. I mean, like I said, it's a comedy, so it's a nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighties movie. Okay. I saw it in the theaters. I saw it okay. in the theaters. Oh, Mark DeCascos. Mark DeCascos is a badass. He's Gerald uh, Okamura. I love him. He's hilarious. I was so sad when I found out that brother died. I yeah. found out. Now, I found out. No, out. no, Mark DeCosta. No, that was the the other Filipino kid from uh, yeah. Last Dragon. What was his name? Mark DeCosta. Who? No, the the kid who died. Ellie Re- uh, uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. He That's died. He died. Yeah. What? Yeah. Jamie. Hold up. Go go ahead. Go ahead. But look, Jamie? why you look that up? Why you look that? Up? Let me tell you why. I uh, Ninja Academy. He's not is dead. He is not dead. He's not he is- dead. No, he is 49 years old. Are you sure? I yes. saw some shit he said like actually. he had a terminal illness and he had passed away. No, he was diagnosed with kidney failure, but he's still alive. In okay. 2015. Well, thank right, you. but he's still alive. Thank the invisible guy right in the on. sky for that. Man, no, don't put that, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. No, look, <laughs> years ago. I mean, years ago. I mean, I he's heard... he's in the Ninja Turtles movie. He was Donatello, was my favorite Ninja Turtle. I, he was keen on the second movie too. Yeah. Years years ago, I, I saw some articles said that he was sick, and then eventually somebody said that he passed away, and I was all fucked up. Maybe I think that was his dad that passed away. Oh shit! Okay, because yeah. shit, I, I almost but I almost cried. Here's, here's I was like, junior. fuck, like this dude's young. He was still making movies and shit, and now he's like out the game on, on some crazy illness shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, so I've been man. walking around for the last few years. Thinking he was dead, so man, I'm highly elated right now. 
Hell yeah. I mean, you think you think I could contact contact his agent and say like, hey, do you think uh, Ernie Reyes would want to do our podcast? Right. There you go. We only got 66 YouTube viewers. Is that good? <laughs> let me tell you guys really quickly why Ninja Academy is my favorite ninja movie. Right. And that's because as a seven-year-old, right, I was yeah. not expecting to see titties in this movie. And oh. I saw some titties, and they was nice. So, yeah. That is why. That's it. I'm sold. I've never seen Ninja Academy, and since it's on the tail end of the Ninja Ninja uh, uh, retrospective, right? You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do that. Like, so, so uh, we're gonna have to make a list of all of the Ninja movies in the 1980s, and once we get done with Tenet, which I think we we should be done by next week, or at least the end of the month. <laughs> who are we kidding we got a fucking turnstile we're gonna visit it yeah again. we're gonna have to run that back right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we gotta go further back in order for us to do the, the, the ninja retrospective so you know speaking of speaking of tenant anybody who's watching this movie as much as we are i behoove you to watch um the the raid at the airport forward and backwards mm-hmm. like i think that those two scenes are the crux, crux of all the shit that they're talking about because you get you get the elements of of forward moving backward moving interactions with one another like the whole fight with uh with uh the protagonist against himself is mm-hmm. it, is the war itself you know the full the backwards fighting against the forward Going gotcha. through it, and it came to me in my last watching of of it last week, and uh, watching the the first scene, and then watching the second scene in reverse right after one another. You know, like back to back. Like, okay, here's everything going forward the way we saw it in the movie, and here's the second scene when they come back and from their perspective of breaking in and trying to get into the turnstiles. And when you watch those two aspects, it kind of uh, it's basically an analogy for the whole movie. You know, it occurred to me that um, Nolan's writing process uh, during this movie or as he was coming up with with the movie, um, because, you know, there's something about what you said, like this is the crux of the, the entire movie. Um, some, it, occur, it occurred to me that Christopher Nolan probably um, wrote that scene first and constructed a story around it. I don't know. There's something. Something. I, I don't know. Like it just it feels like that to me. Um, but it could be wrong. No, what are you talking? What are you talking about? No, the first scene he wrote was the part where uh, the protagonist is looking at a wall full of bullet holes, and there's this pregnant scientist lady who's telling him that he has to, you know, uh, instinctually pick up the bullet or dro- instinctually okay. drop the so, bullet to pick it up. That's, maybe that's I, the first scene. That's maybe the first I'm because. Because Maybe you know, clearly, clearly, the 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 scientist's uh, uh, progeny is the one that comes up with the algorithm, and then that's the one that does it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the fact that you're trying to make fun of me right now. Look, 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 look. This is, look. This is this conversation about tenant is going to have to happen. You know, when we go back in the turnstile, we'll talk about ninjas right now. Yeah, that's right. Because, because, right. look, I'm, I, I'm going to go in. To tenant again, I'm with Hey Jones. Like we're talking about this shit again, okay. you know. All right, all right, right. So but, you know, I gotta put a deadline though. I gotta put a deadline. It's gotta, it's gotta finish by Halloween because we, we gotta do the ninjas. 
<laughs> well, well I, I put it like this: we could put we got we got one more talk about Tenet because you just rewatched the movie. Yeah. To try to solve this one particular piece of the puzzle, uh, so we can discuss right. that. Okay. And then we can switch over. We'll go. We'll hop into turnstile and go further back. We'll go back into the eighties and do some ninja shit. And then, uh, what what was the time movie that you said? Uh, um, the other twelve twelve monkeys. Yeah, twelve, 12 monkeys. monkeys. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then there's also one called uh, Source Code. Okay. Uh, Bro, with, uh, put put that put that in the war room. Put that in the war room. All right. Okay. Now, look, if if we're talking about ninjas move ninja movies right yeah. especially 80s ninja movies yeah we gotta have a fucking arnold retrospective yes that's we definitely coming because what is it i just saw a headline that said that there was a there was a headline that fans have uh said what was arnold's best movie and i did not click on it because i did not want to have my shit spoiled but right. uh, oh, i'm pretty sure clearly it was terminator 2 or commando. Commando. Commando, right? <laughs> uh, commando is a guilty pleasure, but that's about as far as it goes. Command, dude, man, I watch Commando every fucking day uh, on Betamax. Look, look, on Betamax, I, bro. I understand this. I, I've come to realize in films, right, there are movies that are good, and then there's movies that we like. Right. Right? Um, sometimes they overlap, sometimes they don't. Um, Commando is horrible in comparison to his other movies. Man, not to me, there was titties in there. All right, so according to SurveyMonkey, fans are saying that The Terminator is Arnold's best movie. Uh, True Lies, Terminator, the first one. Uh, True Lies came in number two. True Lies Uh, was better than I ever thought it would ever be. Terminator 2 came in third, next to Total Recall, then Twins of all fucking movies. I don't Twins. understand that. Twins shit. was also a man. Good. Junior Junior better not be in there. No, it's not. Uh, okay. Then it was Predator, and then the Last Action Hero, which again I don't know why Predator isn't above you know Twins. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Predator should be above Twins. Uh, that's just right. me. But so, you know. who made this list? Who who, who made this list? Survey Monkey. So they took surveys. Yeah, they yeah. took a we survey don't know of, who, of, we don't know of who all. Of all. We all know. We all know Americans not, don't have taste. So, but? Commando's not in there. I was, you know, no, I was, not. I, was, yeah. I, was really mad. I know. I mean, how how can how can Commando not be there with you know a, a line like "Stick around, Bennett." Right. <laughs> Because nobody, nobody watched that shit. Not too many people went to go watch it. Listen, my favorite line in that whole movie is like, hey, Sonny, remember when I said I was going to kill you last? And then it's like, yeah, that's right. That's right, Dutch, you did. You did. You said that. I lied. And then Matrix. Oh, Matrix. And then he just fucking let his ass go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think I think they should make a movie where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Matrix and Dutch, right? And they meet. <laughs> I'm down. Too, 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 much, too much CGI, man. Too much CGI. What's the matter, Dylan? Hey, look, CGI is pushing too many pencils? 
right? They did it with, well, they did it with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> hey, they did it with Jean Claude Van Damme in that one movie. What is it? Double what? double. Was that one where he double played impact. Double, double impact? impact. Yeah. Yeah. They did it with Jean Claude Van Damme. Look, they could do it with Arnold. Wasn't he wasn't he in the movie <laughs> oh. with Rodman too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh what is it? Uh that, that was, uh um I think Dennis Rodman played Says or something. Yeah, Simon yeah. Says. Yeah, it no, was called no. Simon Says. That's what it was. Was it Simon Says? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> was it um, um, Wesley Snipes played played a, a Simon too, right? In uh, Demolition Man, didn't he? Simon didn't Phoenix. He? Yeah, Simon yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe Dennis Rodman was taking a cue from uh, um, uh, Wesley Snipes from that movie with Simon Says because. Uh, uh, was it Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man? Was like Simon says, Simon says, illuminate. Yeah, exactly. Um, says illuminate. we definitely have to talk about. Um, have have all y'all seen um, JVCVD? Oh, JCVD. Yeah, no, I see. I started watching it, but I did not finish it. Dude, that is. I got to the part. I got to the part where he walked into the bank, and then they started holding it up, and then I stopped watching it because I ran you, out. Of, I, I, look, so you know we got to do a G uh, John Claude yeah. Van Damme. Of course, man. Yeah. Look, no, look no. if we're doing any kind of retrospective on Arnold, we're going to Stallone, and then we're going to go to uh, uh, John Claude Van Damme. We're going to skip Steven Seagal because he's yeah, just fuck a fucking Steven Seagal. No, fuck, fuck, Steven. fuck Steven Seagal. <laughs> That's right, exactly. I Steven never really Seagal. liked his movies anyway. Yeah, Steven Seagal right. can catch dire gonorrhea and die in hell. <laughs> like, I, I, look, I can I can't seriously when I see a Steven Seagal movie, right, and he's supposed to be in the fucking military and this, you know this this badass, I can't take it seriously. Like, he's fat. Either. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? I know. In Under Siege, he was supposed to play a Navy SEAL who became a cook. I'm like, bro, bro, the Navy SEALs would not have settled with you becoming a cook. They would have kicked your ass out of the Navy post haste. <laughs> um, no, but but I, I really do think we need to watch the JVCD or whatever the fuck that yeah. movie is. Yes, because um, that movie brought tears to my eyes, my man. All right, like All right. there there there's some scenes in it where shit gets super real, and I was like, "Damn, I feel this nigga right now." Right, you know I know. I mean, and, he, and should all the, least, he should have at least been the, nominated the, for an award for that. Yeah, and then all the nostalgia that kicks in because of it, but literally this motherfucker does no karate kicks in it. Yeah, uh, it, it was like we won't best. spoil it. We won't spoil it because because a lot of it because a because a lot of it has to do with the mystique that surrounds uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, and that has a lot. This was his yeah. best acting I've ever seen. Yeah. Where, where, so where can the kids uh, watch it? Oh yeah, uh, Jamie. Jamie, can you can you tell us where uh, we can watch JCVD? Uh, JCBD can be, uh, let's see, uh, where can we watch it? Uh, uh, Jamie, why aren't you telling me where we can watch, uh, JCBD? JCBD, hello? Oh, what? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, it's not streaming anywhere. Wait, Holy wait, wait, up, oh, Prime Video. Watch on Prime Video. Oh, there it is. Uh, Tubi, free. Pluto TV, uh, uh, Prime a, Video with a subscription. Uh, this video is currently unavailable. Watching your location. Uh, YouTube uh, for three ninety nine and okay. Apple TV for three ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. 
We're, we're gonna have to get on that. I, I look, the movie's so good, I wouldn't mind renting it to watch it again. Oh, right. it is included in Prime. Okay, they had two two uh, listings on it. Okay, so it's available Prime for free if you have Prime. Cool. Putting that back on the list. And and you can indeed rent it from YouTube if you are so inclined, audience. Uh, right on. Okay. That's right. So JC, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, retrospective, Arnie, Sly. Ninjas. Ninjas. Come on. Now that's it. We all got our homework assignments. All right. All right. So um, I'm going to hook up the Notion. Um, I'm going to give you guys a share link. Right. Create your accounts and then share. And I'll basically just be the master holder of that. And then we can make all these lists inside of it. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So just Excellent. create a personal one, right? Yeah, yeah. Just create a personal one. And then open up the link that I send you with it while, while you're logged into it, and it'll connect you. Gotcha. All right. Cool. cool use the emails that I emailed you your logins to the website. Gotcha. Roger that. All yeah. right. Well, there All it right. is, homies. You got your you got your homework assignments. You know what you're watching? A bunch of ninja movies. Uh, everything you can get your hands on that has Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Jean Claude Van Damme, fuck Steven Seagal, and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, did I miss anybody? Did I miss it? Uh, we're not doing Chuck Norris, obviously, because uh, yeah, he went Chuck crazy. Uh, and Clint Eastwood is on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. All right, cool beans, cool beans. All right, well, that's it for this episode. Until next time, homies. Peace. And konnichiwa, bitches. Cut. Give me a second. Hey, you tell the pirates come and listen what I say. The captain is a tyrant and I no longer obey. I'm sick of taking orders from the madman in command. So let's stop him on an island and leave him in the sand because it's a mutiny.